really want to say um, thank thank you to you guys uh, for um, for your practice, <coughs> for the the willingness and openness to try different things and bring the fullness of yourself and uh, open to perhaps new ideas and um, to throw yourself into something is such a beautiful quality. I feel like saying. Th- thanks for coming over to play. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's, it's really, really beautiful and precious, and um, and so <clears throat> the the vessel, the vessel of the retreat ends, um, but life goes on certainly, and practice goes on, and the path goes on, and you know, creating these kind of vessels, creating vessels, or letting, or discovering vessels, um, really, really important. It's not, you know, to jump to the absence of any distinction between retreat and life, uh, everyday life, so to speak, off retreat. There is that distinction. But in a way, there is no distinction either. Practice goes on, practice needs to go on. So, just to pick up something Catherine just touched on, you know, what would support that? What would support practice, uh, not just putting the time in and, uh, someone used to say, just sort of treading water until the next retreat. Uh, What would support um, uh, and sustain a growing of, of practice, of, of these practices, of your soul-making, off retreat? This is a real question. What, what supports it? What, can, what might sustain it? What might enable um, us all to, um, to grow, for our practice to grow, for our vision to grow, for our sensibility to grow, soul to grow, uh, to digest that what we discover in the growth, what we've discovered here, to fertilize, to be fertile, to expand the edges, what would sustain it? What might help? What would support that? It's interesting, in the last few months I've um, come to sort of realize something that I was vaguely aware of before, but it's, it's become more clear to me that um, at least insight meditation culture, um, we have somehow, uh, and certainly not everyone, there are people in this room who this is really an exception for, um, but it seems to be there's a kind of, uh, for people who whose lifeblood is practice, who, who have a deep passion. It's maybe the thing, uh, the path, and their engagement with the path, and that m- whole movement, and that whole opening um, and receiving is perhaps the most important thing in their life. And curiously, it's those people who often feel so lonely, even in a Dharma world, there's, there's somehow we have set up or has emerged a kind of culture of, of maybe not non-sharing, but limited sharing. And, and this is really interesting to me. So, and I know this from my past. Um, how is it that the ones on fire end up being the lonely ones? Actually, there's a lot to that question, but so I'm not gonna, but, um, 
It's what, what, what has happened and what might open it up differently and support, support um, the, the beginnings of, of perhaps a new uh, way of relating that. What happens or what has happened to you in the past, perhaps, not everyone, I know that, um, where there has been an attempt at sharing and, and something has happened that we, we rather back off or it's ended up that we've backed off and we, and we yearn to be seen and to see and to share what's, what's at our edge, what's most alive, what, what burns in our heart. And so people might go to sitting groups and they might have, and it's fantastic. And yet the, th- the, the, the things that are aflame in them, the things that are really on their edge are the things that are not shared, that are not explored. I'm not saying everyone at all. And I know people in this room who, who have, have created something or relationships with them where there really is that possibility. And there are others in this room where that much as they want it and much as they know they want it, it's not. And there's still interaction with Dharma people and, uh, you know, friendliness and everything. Some level is missing. And it's difficult, you know, what comes in, there's the whole measurement thing. Maybe I share and I'm not up to the, the, the level of the other person. Or maybe I share and it's beyond them and then there's this whole trip that they think i am got a big ego or, or whatever it is. Maybe I, th- I fear they will judge me uh, in some way. There's vulnerability in, as you know, you know, part of what we've talked about this is vulnerability and being together, all the complexity of vulnerability and being together. Last night, while you guys were listening to talk, I went for a walk and, and, um, I went up the hill and maybe some of you know, came to some houses quite away from here, a farmhouse. Everything was ju- just getting dark and this lovely dog came out. <laughs> and, um, it was just, just in the middle of the road, just sort of, flipped itself onto onto her back and just opened her belly to just rub my belly. <laughs> it was so unguarded and so simple and so so beautiful, you know. Um really, really lovely dog. And um uh and you know, then when belly was rubbed and we had a sort of connection, it was like, okay so <laughs> off it went off she went wa- wagging her tail and um it's it's you know usually more complicated for us as human beings. <laughs> we have another practice to give you. <laughs> no, not on this retreat. N- ne- next one. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's complex. You know, we have a history. It's not it's not easy. We are complex beings. There's parts that haven't been seen or have a history of being unrecognized or slighted or disrespected or misunderstood, all of that. It's not easy for us, unfortunately. Um, So, again, I go back to this question, what would support? What would support that intimacy? What would support the soul-making? Whatever has been meaningful, whatever has been your edge, why not, why can that, why cannot... Uh, there'd be a sense of a growing edge off retreat. They can. They absolutely can. It's really a myth that it all happens on retreat. Um, so the question, what supports that? What supports that? 
And, and we talk about vessels, okay? So there's different kinds of vessel. This retreat was a vessel. You know, just coming together and being in silence and sitting together can be a powerful vessel. And so I know that you know that. Um, listening to talks together, reading, studying together, discussing what you've read, studied, listened listen to, that, that's a vessel as well. It's a certain kind of vessel. Um, sharing images is also a vessel. Um, and it's a particularly, I don't know what to call it, um, potent vessel, or can be, you know. But images, have you noticed, I'm sure you have, how intimate images are to us? Maybe some of you get that sense. When, when I was the, the path of the imaginal retreat, and I was saying to Catherine before, I'm not sure how it's going to work. You know, are people going to feel okay to share this together? So there's a lot of, there's a lot that needs to be taken care of when, if we share images with each other. Because they're so intimate. They can be. Do you recognize this? So, um, what might it be? Another kind of vessel to actually share images with each other. Then what does that need? How do we, how might we take care of that? You know, perhaps you've gotten a sense here in, in an interview or in a group or in these little dyads and triads, um, perhaps of, of, um, a vessel being created or just formed spontaneously, perhaps, that actually really takes care of something. And then, and then there's an alchem- alchemy in, in the sharing and in the listening and something in the togetherness and the mutuality. But it, it needs a temenos. Soul images need, need a temp, that's a Greek word. It means, it means a kind of sacred space. We don't have to make a big deal of that, but it basically needs respect and care and, and holding. That can be formal. So, so you could, you know, set up really formal structures. Like when we do these dyads and you take your posture and you've got your, you know, all that stuff that we've been doing. And then there's a, your go and then my go and, and all, all this. And there's a formal, um, posturing and structuring that can really, really help the intimacy. Um, or other times it's a much more informal back and forth that, that helps. So, but, but both are possible. A whole other vessel is to share live images. You know, what's the image? And Catherine asked yesterday, I don't know how it was for you in the dyad, um, what's alive for you right now? And maybe some of what came alive in that moment was imaginal perception. So while you were playing, uh, while you were working, doing, <laughs> <laughs> um, to, uh, then Catherine and I just sort of did it for like a minute, whatever, and, um, and she asked me that question. And, um, and I can't remember exactly what I said, but I noticed as she was asking me the 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 light, the divine light in, coming out of her eyes, and and this is an imaginal perception, and uh, and and I and I shared that, and I and I said that, and I don't know if you noticed this, but for me, I noticed something very interesting that in the sharing of it, it took the imaginal perception. It it opened up the dimensionality. I know some of you know this. So that if I go back to the question I put throughout the other day, what is it that sanctifies? How how do things, how do others, how do selves, how do, how is the world sanctified? Lots of different ways. Through body, speech, mind, through way of looking, speech. We sanctify, we bless, we open our ways of looking, sometimes through what we share verbally or in writing. 
and and sometimes <laughs> through listening. So sometimes there's even a vessel that um, deepens our our uh, uh, Im images in the moment. right speech. The Buddha talks about right speech. It has a whole other level when you realize how the speech feeds back into the consciousness and into the perception. And not just in the sense of if I go out trashing people in my speech and lying, then I get a dull mind and a worried mind about what people are going to be saying about me and all that. But also in this kind of speaking of that which is most beautiful, taking care about how that is expressed, trusting, be, putting that in a vessel that can hold it, that can care for it, feeling that mutuality, and then the whole thing gets reflected back by, the, by so to speak, the, the walls of the vessel and by the other, and, and we hear the echoes of our speech, and it does something, it's part of the alchemy. Yeah. So this is not so common in our culture, but there are, the, the main point here is that what, again, I go back to this question, what's going to support? What will support? You know, you, you, or you will find out, or you will um, begin to experiment or something. Different, lots of possibilities, lots, lots. What will support? So, bless you and thank you all. <laughs>